Blog Talk Radio. Partners in crime, first and foremost, we gotta give it up and 
introduce the lovely Queen Poison. Queen Poison, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm hanging in there. You know me. I'm always hanging in there. That's a, that's just how I do. True, true. Exactly. And, of course, you know I got to introduce my brother from another mother. You know, he's standing in the tunnel waiting for this one. My brother from another mother, one of the hardest working men on the TSOTS staff, the TSOTS family. He is the one. He is the only. He is the Fisherman and Kane. Fisherman and Kane, what's going on, Fisherman and Kane? Well, what's going on, man? What's going on? I'm just ready to get this show underway so we we, we can put this work in. But, uh, you know, I'm just you know, like ready. the homeboy said, like homeboy said, you're going to get this work. Oh, you're going to get this work. You're going to get this work. You're certainly going to get this work. Damn right. And tonight, you know, tonight is a a very special episode based on news that happened earlier this week, which I'll uh, get into at the end of the quick three. Uh, So if you want to, you know, be a part of this show, I would definitely invite a lot of anybody who's a true hip hop head. I invite you to be a part of this show. Uh, give us a call, 347-215-8558. Again, 347-215-8558. Make sure you hit one so we know that you, you know, you want to chime in on what we're going to get to talk about, which is, uh, which we'll get into in just a second. So definitely, you know, hit us up and, you know, give us your thoughts on that and everything like that. I'm just going to quickly get into the quick three. Two of the three stories are very you know, good, positive, story, uh, uh, pretty good stories. And then the third one will be, which is basically what this show is going to be about. So um, I'm going to start with the first story, which has to do with rumors circulating about a legendary band and a possibility of a legendary lead singer of another legendary band taking his uh, taking the reins of that legendary band. For those of y'all who are pretty confused about how I said that, let me explain. There are rumors circulating around the music world that uh, right, that ACDC is thinking about bringing in Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose to be their frontman for the remainder of their tour. Now, the reason for that is because their current uh, frontman, Brian, Brian Johnson, is currently going through uh, problems with his hearing. A doctor has told him that he needs to shut it down for the time being for touring, or he risked having total hearing loss. Um, the band had to postpone the 10 remaining North American shows they had, but they had promised to make up the shows with the possibility of having guest vocalists still in for Johnson. Now, the rumor started by a DJ in Atlanta saying that he had on a very, very good source that Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose would be the person to fill in for Johnson. Um, there have been plenty of meetings, and a, a, a release came out from ACDC's team that said that nothing is official in regards to Axl Rose being the man to be the front man for ACDC. So right now, that's, it's still just a rumor. Nothing has been confirmed, but here's the thing, nothing has been denied either. So for anybody that's a metal, a straight-up rock fan or who's followed rock for years, especially old school rock, that is going to be the weirdest, and I'm going to be very honest, the weirdest combination ever of Guns N' Roses and Axl Rose and ACDC. That would be so weird. So we'll see how that works out. A lot of people are hoping that does not happen, but we'll see what happens. Um, some 
positive news out of music. Uh, country music superstar Toby Keith uh, is celebrating a wedding anniversary today. Uh, he and his wife, uh, Trisha Colbell, who was formerly Trisha Lucas, got married on this day 32 years ago. How about that one? The couple met um, nice. at a club when when Toby was when Keith was 20 and Trisha was 19. Uh, they got engaged when he was just 22. Um, he was just 22 when they got when they got married on March 24, 1984, and they had a you know a rock rocky goal there because he uh, left the business of uh, working oil fields when work dried up and focused on music, but she stuck she stuck with him and he has become one of the most wealthiest country music stars around. Um, it's also a bittersweet day for for. Keith, uh, it was on this day just uh, 15 years ago on their uh, on the couple's 17th wedding anniversary that Keith lost his uh, father. So it's a both a happy and a sad day for uh, Toby Keith as well as uh, his wife Trisha Covell. Happy anniversary to them. But this story right here is what this show is all about right here. This the news. This news story here really set shockwaves throughout not only just hip hop but music in general. For anybody who follows hip hop, you know about the, the group known as a tribe called Quest. Uh, everybody knows their contributions that they brought to the world of hip hop. Uh, their numerous albums and everything that they've done. Well, news will. Shocking news coming out of San Francisco, California, that one of the founding members of a tribe called Quest, Malik Taylor, also known as Fife Dog, tragically passed away at the age of 45 late Tuesday evening in his home in San Francisco. Um, The news wasn't reported until Wednesday morning, and um, his family had confirmed that he had passed away due to complications from type 1 diabetes, which he was diagnosed with back in 1990. Um, if, as everybody remembers, a tribe called Quest really hit, really hit the scene um, with the, um, their first album, The Low End Theory, which brought about a lot of great, great, uh, great, great hits, a lot of great timeless hits. Which some of them we are going to be playing here on the show. Uh, they would go on to come out with the album Midnight Marauders, which was, a, which was equally successful and equally memorable. Uh, and they would just have such a great, you know, have a great timeless stamp on the world, not only of just hip hop, but music in general. Um, Public Enemy, uh, one of the founding members of Public Enemy, Chuck D, after hearing the news about. Uh, the death of Malik Taylor tweeted out, Fife, hip hop, and rap world word warrior, simple as that. Breathed it and line rhyme into sport. A true fire social narrator, my bro. Hashtag rest in beats. Uh, ATCQ forever. Uh, he also posted a mural with that tweet of Fife Dog. Another person who, sent, who um, had a tribute to Fife Dog. 
was uh, Questlove, the drummer from The Roots. Uh, he posted on his Instagram uh, with a picture. He posted on his Instagram the following message, quote, the look on our faces when we first heard Bugging Out was probably me and Terry greatest rewind selector moment in our friendship. Back then, every MC's goal was to have that rewind moment, as in to say something so incredible or to catch you by surprise that it makes you go, damn, and you listen over and over. Malik Fife Taylor's verse was such a gauntlet flag-planting moment in hip-hop. Uh, he would go on to say every hip-hop head was just stunned. He came for blood and was taking no prisoners on this album or ever again. We just kept looking at the speaker on some disbelief old-timey radio suspense episode. And also at each other, Fife is killing it. Uh, he would go on to finish his uh, message by saying, thank you, Fife. So a lot of people, a lot of people shared their favorite Fife lines. Uh, Chris Rock was among the many of those who shared his favorite line. Uh, also, uh, LP uh, t- uh, tweeted out as well. It was uh, a lot of outpouring uh, support for the uh, for the late Malik Taylor and the Tribe Called Quest actually sent out a press release uh, that went on to state this. Uh, it is said, I quote, our hearts are heavy. We are devastated. This is something we weren't prepared for. Although we all know that life is fleeting, it was no secret about his health and his fight. But the fight for his joy and happiness gave him everything he needed. The fight to keep his family happy, his soul happy, and those around him happy gave him complete and unadulterated joy until he heeded his father's call, end quote. Uh, they would thank all the fans and everybody in the music industry, including music outlets, blogs, DJs, and radio stations, for the outpouring of support for the family and the and the group. And they would finish off the statement, the request, the um, release by saying, "quote We take comfort in knowing he will be beside his grandmother." End quote. And that's what this show is all about. We are paying honor, homage, and tribute to one of the guys that was part of what made hip hop. Um, have its meteoric rise uh, in the early to mid 90s, and that would be Five Dog of a Tribe Called Quest. That's a lot. That is he. He definitely was a staple, and I don't think I I was pretty much in shock when I heard the news myself about it. I thought it was like, you know, one of those moments that they just do on Twitter because, you know, they like to do that. But when I saw it on, yeah, like, yeah, folks. yeah, and when I saw it on Good Morning America, I said, oh, this is for real. Yeah, it, it's real, you know. It, it, he was still such a young man, only 45, you know. That's 12 years older than I am right now. And it's, you know, it just goes to show you that, you know, life is short. And, you know, despite the fact that, you know, Tribe Call Quest did have their, you know, their their riffs about them over the years, they still remain tight and remain a family. And, I mean, for this to happen, you know, it just goes to show you life is short. Don't hold grudges because you never know when that person you hold a grudge against 
when you're ready to forgive them, may not be here to forgive them, you know, to forgive. Um, so, um, Bishop, what, what you what you got to what you got to say? Listen, listen, listen. I am. I don't. Cause like Queen said, when I first saw this, I saw it on Instagram. That's for the first time I saw it. Um, I saw it on Instagram, and I'm like, Wednesday morning, I'm like, man, jokers play too much. Like, I'm not, I'm not buying that. And I've seen somebody else post. I'm like, man, whatever. Like, cause we know how social media do. Like, like we, like you know, social media has done killed. They done killed off Bill Cosby, Chris Tucker, Cat Williams, uh, uh, Jackie Chan. You know, with these fake death hoax and all this other type of stuff. So. You know, of course, I went. You know, Yahoo. Norm, not, you know, they normally Yahoo News normally they be on top of it. So I didn't see it on there. I'm like, man, I'm on. I'm gonna wait later in the day and see. You know, I catch something in my new. You know, on the on the news or something. So, um, I forgot some. Somebody posted the article, and I'm like, and I read the article. So then I sat up there and I, I googled him, and. That's what confirmed for me that it was real, and it, I was just at a loss for words, man. I, I grew up listening to a tribe called Quest. My cousin, my older cousin, um, introduced me to their music. Well, so I mean, he was. Rap, I mean, he was an incredible MC. I'm not gonna call him a rapper. He was an MC, a lyrical beast, and just his passion. Like, like I don't know if you've ever seen the document. If either of you ever seen the documentary, um, it's, it's rhymes, it's rhymes, beats, and rhythms. But it's a documentary about them, about Tribe Called Quest. Uh. Michael Rappaport actually filmed the documentary, and it just gave you an insight into each of them, to Q-Tip, Shahid, him, and when you know, and even and it covers even, you know, when he basically like let it be known he had diabetes, all type of stuff. His um, his wife turned out to be a match. He needed a he needed a kidney. And his wife wound up being a match, and she gave up one of hers, so he, so you know, he can continue to live. So I mean, he was just, just, just the brother's character, man, and his his passion for life in general, and just the music, and like I can, the D was man. I'm at lost words, yo. Yeah, he had that, but, that kidney transplant back in, back in 2008 is when he had the kidney transplant. So uh, I mean, yeah. he was he was just he, he was just like he was just I mean, all of them, man. Just just a tribe called Quest. Period, man. That they were you you basically command the pioneers, pioneers on and. and I remember them and leaders of the new school doing songs together and all that type of stuff. So I'm like, man, like to know somebody that you admired from a little kid 
into a grown into being a grown man, like it's now gone. Like just crazy. And just to just to be forty five. That's what that's what gets me though, is that he was only forty five years of age. It wasn't like he was you know he was you know, up there in age. He was forty five. But that's how you know, that's how much it you know, it, it catches you. You know, that's why, you know, you always gotta be mindful of your health. You always gotta know that life is short. Um, I actually got a just found a quote from um Malik Taylor, Pipe Dog's mother, uh Cheryl Boyce Taylor, who wrote on Facebook, uh, family quote, My fam family, my heart is shattered at the loss of my beautiful son. Uh, she would, you know, thank everybody for their love and well wishes. She was very proud of her son. Um, she would go on and say he is with his beloved grandmother and his twin brother, Mikhail, today. God bless you, Malik Boyce Taylor. Please send prayers to my daughter-in-law, Daisha, who is um, Taylor's uh, wife. But, I mean, I'm right there with you, Bishop. I, I was definitely at a loss for words. But I was just like, man. I I like you grew up listening to a tribe called Quest. Um uh as you know he um Five Dog was on all five of the group studio albums. Like I mentioned, nineteen ninety one they came out with the Low End Theory, which was one of their one of their best albums. Yep. Uh, one of their best albums had so many great songs on there. Uh then they came out that with the one Midnight, Midnight Marauders. Yep. Those two albums yes. right there. No two albums right there, like, whoo. Um, but I, a quick correction for that documentary: it's it's titled "Beats, Rhymes, and Life: The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it on Netflix? Yeah. It, it, you might can check and see. It, it, I'm I'm not sure. It might be on there. Um, but it, it, yeah, it's "Beats, Rhymes, and Life: The Travels of a Tribe Called Quest." Um, and it was a, a document, a, a documentary, uh, a documentary film that was filmed in 2011. Yeah, that might just be on Netflix. I gotta check that out. Yeah, definitely, definitely gotta check that out. I mean, I mean, yeah, like and it covers every, it covers, it covers everything. It covers, it covers everything. And then one other thing to think about is that Five Doll actually was, uh, actually did come out with his own solo album. Uh, though he wasn't able to record much solo material due to his diabetes, but he did release his only solo album back in 2000 called Ventilation, the LP. Um, and that was his only solo album, along with the, the albums that he recorded with the Tribe Called Quest, despite um, numerous breakups and, re, and reunions with the group. Uh, their last album that they came out with was back in 1998, which was called The Love movement. Uh, and Bishop, like you mentioned with the documentary Beats Rhymes in Life, they did get together sporadically just for live shows, but didn't really try to get together to record another studio album. So basically their last studio album was a, whew, 18, 18 years ago. 18 years since their last studio album. Unbelievable. You know what? Let's take a pause right. on the calls and we can we can like come back and you know talk about more about Tribe Call Quest and their contributions to hip hop and everything like that. Um, I definitely I want to play a, a track 
uh, we already played a track that uh, poisons uh, that's poison's favorite, which was awards award tour, which we played um, on the intro into the show. See, we did that for a reason. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> so uh, I want to play a track. Hey, I like that drink too. We're gonna play a track that the bishop really likes, uh, which is a Bonita Apple Bomb uh, by Trial Call Quest. We're gonna play that going into our musical break, and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about, you know, to us what the, the influences that uh, a Tribe Call Quest has brought on the hip hop. Once again, we are uh, paying tribute to the late Malik Taylor. Uh, A.K.A. Five Dog, who passed away late Tuesday evening at the age of 45 from complications of diabetes. Uh, and we are going to come back and we're going to continue to pay tribute and celebrate the life of a man who had one of the most nimble lyric, lyrical flows in all the hip-hop. So let's play a little Bonita Apple Bomb and get this party going, and then we'll come back right here on my Check. Do I love you? Do I look to you? Am I a sinner because I do the two? Can you let me know? Right now, please. Benita Applebaum. Question the authority. Crazy prophylactics. So far, I hope you like rap songs. Bonita Apple Bum, you gotta put me on.
know, he's having a ball. And, you know, they actually get on the mic and they ask me, can I kick it? We are back right here on the on my check here on the CSOCS channel, the CSOCS app, DC People's Chair, Queen Poison, the Bishop Eddie Kane. We're here talking about a tribe called Quest after the uh, tragic news that uh, Malik Taylor, also known as Five Dog, passed away late Tuesday evening at the age of 45. That was Benita Applebaum from their album called The uh, People's Instinctive Travels and The Paths of Rhythm, uh, which was actually released in 1990, which actually came out before their uh, acclaimed uh, low end of low end theory album, which came out in 91, late 91. Uh, so we, I want to get into you know some of the contributions that these guys most specifically Fife Dog, as well as Tribe Fall Quest, have brought on the hip-hop. And I can already think of one thing right off the top of my head of a contribution that they brought in. I mean, look at the announcement that we made right here on this show a few weeks ago about the Kennedy Center hiring Q-Tip to be the first-ever artistic director of hip-hop culture. I mean, they picked Q-Tip, who was one of the members of 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 a tribe called Quest to bring hip hop to one of the most legendary concert halls in the world. That right there already screams that a tribe called Quest had that influence that they went and they pulled Q tip and they said, We want you to help us bring the hip hop culture to what is known as to one of the most legendary concert halls in the world and make it work. And, I mean, that's just, that just tells you right there how much Tribe Called Quest really brought out, you know, really brought hip-hop to where it is. You know, that years after their first album, years after their first album dropped, Huge Now heading up bringing hip-hop to a place such as the Kennedy Center. That's just one, that's just one aspect that, uh, that comes to mind when it comes to the contributions that they brought into hip hop. What are your What are some of your guys, you know, perceptions of what they brought to the table? Let me see if I can give me a little soundtrack going here. So what are you guys thinking? Uh, well, like I mentioned earlier, to me they are a staple. When you think of hip hop, especially. When it came to rap groups, he thought of a tribe called Quest, De La Soul, you know, um, Eric B and Rakim. You thought Wu Tang. You thought of all these lyricists, and to me, they were lyricists. They were more than just rappers. They told stories. They Absolutely. their lyrics you could relate to. So, and you know, for the most part, a lot of them were conscious. It made you think, like. Day, you know, no matter what I'm going through, maybe it ain't that bad, or they actually get it. Especially during the era where hip hop was developing, you know, there was a lot of things going on, especially, you know, going from the 80s and the 90s, and they were under Reagan. You took the words right out of my mouth, as far as that. 
they were a part of the era where the rappers were conscious about what was going on and weren't afraid to speak about it. Um, again, they were all they were storytellers. As Queen said, they were storytellers. They told you a story. And then when you combine Q-Tips flow with Fife's flow with Shahid producing the music and, and just the way he would produce certain tracks, it's like, man... Bliss, literally, bliss. So, it's, it's, you just got to appreciate something of that magnitude. Like, again, I, I'm me, whether it's R&B, and even though that is like one of my favorite genres, it is. But hip-hop, I, I love hip-hop because I love old-school hip-hop. I grew up on it, the messages, like, the way they were not afraid to, like, stand out and then stand out for the right reasons, like, and, and that was a Tribe Called Quest. Again, they, and, and the groups in their era, as Queen named, you know what I'm saying, Eric, Eric B and Rakim, uh, De La Soul, EMP, you know what I'm saying, EMPD, you know, like, they just... I mean, public enemy. Like, when you've got groups like that that revere you in the highest regard, that says a lot. That says a lot. Because we talk about these groups that were cats. These cats were not no slouches. So, when you get cats like that, that revere you in such high regard, they admonish you in such a way it speaks a lot about you as a person as well as in fact as your your craft. And the one thing about all of them, and I think that's a lot that also created a lot of the inner clashes between Fife and Q-Tip was both of their passions. Their passions and the fact that neither one of them wasn't afraid to be leaders. Man, they were like, that's just what it was. But when they was on the same page, it was a beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. All right. I, uh, I, I, I pride myself on being the hip-hop expert, hip-hop head of the, of the panel. Um, and think of A Tribe Called Quest. I mean, you listen to a lot of their songs, and they had leaders of the new school, like leaders of the underground with them, you know, Busta Rhymes with them. They had De La Soul. Uh, they were just, their type of music was considered jazz rap slash alternative hip hop. You know, yes, at sir. a time in the at a time in the early '90s where rest, where gangster rap was starting to make a climb into the hip hop genre, they didn't roll with the gangster rap. They did their whole thing with the with the jazz rap. And it sort of, you know, it sort of metamorphosized into groups like De La Soul with, you know, cool like that and their style of flow. And uh, when it comes to, like, alternative hip-hop, you can kind of say that A Tribe Called Quest sort of, with their alternative hip-hop, sort of birthed Outkast. Because Outkast, when they came out, came out with an alternative sort of, uh, style of hip-hop, which helped them to raise the Southern, which raise, helped them raise the South. A Tribe Called Quest was one of the original New York rap rap acts, you know, 
people don't realize that rap, hip-hop, originated from New York. And our Tribe Called Quest was one of those acts that definitely helped to push the needle of hip-hop. I mean, you listen to uh, a lot of their songs, and it's very jazzy, chill, but it's still party. It's still a party type uh, a track. Like the track that I love the most, uh, Electro- "Electric Relaxation." That is one of my favorite Tribe uh, Called Quest tracks. Matter of fact, I've been playing that song on repeat since yesterday. I like not. I've been playing that song on repeat since yesterday. And I'm not even tired of that song yet because that's how good that song is. One of the things about Tribe Called Quest is that they make they their music like all all like both of you said they tell stories and the music has messages. But the one thing that hasn't been mentioned is the way that their music makes you feel, and it really brings out energy and the chill in a person. You could be a casual hip hop fan, or you could be a hip hop head like I am. And you can listen to a tribe called Quest and just go into another zone and just be feeling chill and good, and you'll still dance and have fun. I mean, that's just how influential these guys have been to hip hop. And like I mentioned when we started this part of the show, is that Q-Tip now has a chance to bring hip hop. And a good hip hop act to the Kennedy Center. It would have been so awesome. I swear, I swear on the life of my son. It would have been so awesome to have a tribe called Quest at the Kennedy Center. Dude, that would have been so awesome. Fight, Q Tip, Shahi. It would be great to have them at the Kennedy Center. I'm pretty sure that was probably something he thought about when he took on this job. A Tribe Called Quest needs to reunite at the Kennedy Center. That show would have sold out. I guarantee you that show would have sold out. And you know what? I'd have got me a ticket. I'd have found a way to get me a ticket. And I'd have been, I'd have been up in that building to see a Tribe Called Quest live. That's, that's one thing that kind of hurts me about this, you know, fight passing is as somebody who, I, like I said, I'm a devout hip-hop head. And I've never got to see them live in concert. And now I won't get that opportunity. And it sucks. But I will all, but because of how timeless their music, their music is, you know, you can't put a price or a limit on how long their music is going to be good or relevant. Because, like I said, it's timeless. It is timeless, timeless, timeless. Like, the radio can play a, a, a one-hour block of just a trial called Quest song in the middle of playing their same 15 dumbass songs uh, all day long, and I can, I'm willing to bet you that the younger generation will hear that, and they'll either appreciate what was that, what they're listening to, or they'll be, they'll just completely show the ignorance and crap on it. We listen to our music, and that's why it, you know a tribe called Quest will last forever. These guys need to be in the Hall of Fame. They need to be in some kind of Hall of Fame today, not tomorrow, not next week. Today, 
if I had a vote to put him in some kind of Hall of Fame, whether it's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if they had a Hip Hop Hall, whatever, they need to be in somebody's Hall of Fame. Period. Period. Just saying. I concur. I, I, they, 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 that needs to happen. That needs to. That needs I to concur. Happen. They need to be. They need to be in somebody's. Uh, they need to be in somebody's. Um, somebody's Hall of Fame today. Today. Um, just real quick. I have a question. Uh, what's that? How long do you think it would take them to receive a lifetime achievement award? Mm, good question. If it takes Good two question. years, that's a year. If that t- if it takes two years, that's two years too long. In my Absolutely. Opinion. Absolutely. A lifetime achievement award for a trial court quest needs to happen. A S A freaking P. A S A. Period. It needs to happen. I mean, I'm sitting here right now looking at you know some of the some of the accolades. Just from that first album, from that first album, um, the, al- the the album hit the UK charts and it peaked at, 50, at number fifty eight on the UK charts. It peaked at forty five on the US Billboard top one top two hundred and was thirteenth as top R and B hip hop album. Um, it got a ranking of tenth at the uh, Dance Deluxe. Uh, 25 best hip hop records in Spain. Uh, Eagle Trip named it as the second best, uh, second greatest hip hop album between the year, year of 1980 1999 in hip hop. I mean, the the list goes on and on. Top 25, like Rolling Stone back in 2005, had in his top 25 hip hop albums at number nine. Germany's Specs had it as the top, as the tenth best album of the century back in 1999. I mean, are you kidding me? Are you freaking kidding me? Like they, that's just that album. That album right there just really took off for them um, in terms of their, uh, in terms of what they, what they've been able to do. I mean, then you look at Midnight Marauders, which was a follow-up. Um, Eagle Trip has it as the number two greatest album. Same list that they had them on for their first one, they had it as number two for their second one. I mean, it was... It, like I said, if it takes two years for them to get a Lifetime Achievement Award, that's two years too goddamn long. That shit needs to happen ASAP. Give me a vote. We make it happen. That shit needs to have an ASAP. Needs to have an ASAP. So we got a little bit. We got some time. We got some time left. I want to play another tribe called Quest Track, and then I got a question for the both of y'all. I want to see if y'all are gonna answer it. I'm not gonna say it right now because I want to think on how I'm gonna word it, but. I got a question. I want to see how y'all going to answer it. But for right now, let's All play. Right. <laughs> you know my hip-hop head and mind is working like. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but for right now, 
Uh, I want to play uh, this track. Uh, this is another one that Queen Poison really wanted uh, to have played on the on the show. Uh, this one right here comes off of that widely acclaimed album, The Low End Theory. Uh, this is Scenario uh, by Trial Call Quest. You, you, and one of the voices you'll hear on there is a voice that many of y'all should know. So let's see who can figure that out. So we're going to play that. We're going to come back. We're going to answer questions. So this is TSOCS Mic Check. This is a tribute to the late Malik Taylor, also known as Python. Come back. I 
So, um, what was the name of the song that was played on the Wayans Brothers? You know it, because you picked it. Electric, electric Relaxation. Yes, that would be number three for me. And number four... Hmm. Hmm. That's one I actually have to think about. My watch is going to come to me at the dumbest time. Because <laughs> it's like right there. Um, I'm trying to remember what album it was on. Mm. <laughs> Struggling over there, huh? Right. You might have to come back to me for that fourth one. All right. Well, here's here's my four. Uh, one will be a war tour, of course. That one right there, smooth track right there. Number two, electric relaxation, another smooth track that I would love to, you know, love to hear. Number three, oh my god, because not only with Tribe, but you got Buster Rhymes on there as well. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. That's gonna be the one. That's gonna be three. And number four, it will be a toss up between Scenario and Benita Applebaum. It will be a toss up between those two. As my four, as the fourth one, and I would, you know, give an honorable mention to Can I Kick It? So, yes, you, you know, can. Damn right I can. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that would be those would be my choices though for like for greatest hits album with you. Those four right there, those would be my choices. And I swear I'm I'm not even lying to you. I'm probably gonna go on Amazon Music and download all three of those albums. Uh, download all three of those albums tonight and just be listening to that all rest of the week. Low End Theory, Midnight Marauders, and uh, People's Instinctive Travel. I think I would download all three of them joints and just just be rocking out the Tribe Called Quest for the rest of the week. I think that's what's, uh, what's going to happen. Um, yeah, that's Tribe Called Quest, Five Dog. All I got to say about it is, you know, Five Dog, rest in peace. Uh, your your contributions to hip hop are going to live on forever. Uh, you will be missed. Yes, sir. And I'm sure that you know, I'm I'm I can imagine the cipher that's going on right now between Five Dog, Big L, Biggie, Pac, Big Prime, Jesus. That is a cipher I would like to be a witness to. Jesus Christ. And Nate Dogg singing the hook on all that, dude. Oh, Jesus. Did you really have to bring Nate Dogg into this? I'm just saying, man. Can you think? Can you imagine that 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 whole situation? That would be amazing. Just amazing. What about Easy <laughs> or Nah? Maybe Easy. Maybe. No disrespect, to Easy, but I'm just saying, like you know, you got. I, I don't know. I don't even know. Okay, I definitely <laughs> figured out. I definitely figured out uh-huh. what the fourth track would be for me. I finally figured okay. out one. Okay. Faith Evans. 
Okay. Okay. That's a good one. That's definitely a good one. Hey, hey, bitch, did you figure out yours? Or you still, or you still thinking about? You gonna tell us later? Tonight, <laughs> I heard that part. Huh? He basically picked tonight's playlist. Yeah, but he didn't have a fourth one though. He said it was a sure? fourth one. He couldn't think. Yeah, he said it was a fourth one. He just couldn't think of the name of it. Oh. Huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's on him then. <laughs> Well, we 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 running short of time, so I just want to get some final thoughts before we play the uh, last. We play my choice, my song choice for uh, for Quest for Tri Call Quest to get us out of here. So, Queen Poison, you don't have any. Oh, we 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 lost him. What the what the hell? Well, Queen Poison, I'm gonna ask you. I know, right? Queen Poison, I'm gonna ask you anyway, even though I know what the answer is. But you got any final thoughts about? About our tribute today Um I would like to thank Mr. Taylor for all the wonderful music He's provided the world over the years With the Tribe Called Quest Short to the point There you go There you go Short to the point That's what's up That is what's up Uh Oh we got We got Bishop back yeah, hey, man, my back. phone just my phone just cut off and restarted all on its own. Mm. Listen, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Your phone just having that That's what that's what you give me having that boost mobile phone. To, okay, all right. What are your final thoughts about our trivia for today? No, 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 no. There ain't no boost mobile, son. This, that, that's a that's a, that's that Galaxy S7 Edge. No, uh, we gonna mean AT, mean AT and T gonna have to talk and Samsung. That mo just sat up there and just cut off and cut back on all on its own. Like nigga, nope. As soon as I said the track, it was like you know, like my phone was just my phone was like nigga. Are all the songs that's what you gonna pick? Uh, no, nigga. <laughs> Your phone said, "Bet you can't drop like me." Pip down, pivot the stress. Okay, all right. Um, so, Bishop, what are your final thoughts about this? You, you ain't right. You ain't right. Yeah, I ain't gonna. He, he was a, he was a He was a pimper distress in that video, though. Well, just, but, <laughs> I mean, like, look, but, but look, but your phone did. Your your phone did pull a Cat Williams though. It did choke at the end though. Okay, all right. We gonna move on. Then. Okay, all right. Y- y- y'all ain't right, man. Y'all ain't right. <laughs> y'all, ain't, y'all ain't right. We. we we're supposed to be family. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't That's right. why we got pick with you, because we are family. We are family, shit. But my final thoughts are just simply, man, is just that he's definitely going to be missed. Um, it would have been nice to see them. Like, one, like to, it would have been nice on one, one of these years to have seen a, a Tribe Call Question Union on, like, a B, BET Hip Hop Awards or something. Like have them do a cipher just them and let them go crazy. No, but yes indeed. <sighs> yes indeed. He will be missed and like I said, I'm I'm getting I'm getting all three of them albums like either tonight or tomorrow and I'm just gonna be bumping that pretty much 
between between watching WWE Network and, and between watching WWE Network, I'm supposed to be probably bumping mostly a Tribe Called Quest probably all weekend, <laughs> and and not a single F will be given. I'm just saying, but uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, single F will be given. But uh, we're gonna get out of here because you know, as always, even though it was a, uh, a somber. Summer news story. It was still a celebration of a life of a great, a great man, a great lyricist, and you know we still got to pick with each other. Uh, our topic that we had this week is going to be put on for next week. We're going to be talking about the art of begging, and hope, and you know maybe Bish will be begging for a new phone after his dad's on. The, okay, all right, we're going to get out of here. See, oh, see, yeah. see, <laughs> see, see. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead. Because we family and I love y'all. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and let y'all get them in. It's all right. It's good. It's all right. It's all right. But, uh, I'm right. in the background talking about, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all ain't no good. Y'all, y'all, ain't, y'all ain't no good. Y'all ain't no good. Y'all ain't no good. Then she want to come up. Then she want to hit. She want to hit me with the KC. All right. All right. Listen, right. But, uh, but next I'm gonna find I'm gonna find a pair of jersey boots, and I'm gonna have them delivered straight to your house, Queen Watt. <laughs> That's fine. But, uh, I'm gonna find me some overalls. I'm hit it with the eighth time. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but next week we're gonna be talking about the art of begging, and we're gonna bring back Battle of the Best. And everything like that. So next week, yeah, we gonna be talking about battles. We gonna be doing all that next week. So tune in next week for uh, Mike Check. Uh, I'm sure his or hers got. Uh, we got y'all got another Q and A going on for his or hers tomorrow night, uh, Bishop. Uh, no, it's gonna be a discussion tomorrow. It's gonna be a discussion. Oh, um, so it's gonna be some really good talk. stuff about um, you know, when you you know, kind of like just learning learning when to keep. Keep your stuff to yourself, and Uh-oh. the impact the impact of social media has on a relationship. You know, due to the whole Sierra and Russell Wilson thing, or how everybody's basically saying, "Oh, she's a hoe," because she basically dated Bow Wow and Fifty Cent and Future, and so you know, and before she got to Russell, so you know, they like she a pass around girl. So we we gonna talk about all that type of stuff. That, that, in general, how social media can have a, a major impact on your uh, on your relationship and things as simple as that you need to avoid and keep out your relationship and people who you know, you know sometimes you got to tell them even if it's family. Listen, this ain't got nothing to do with you. Back up. You can give your you can give your advice, but back up. I'm pretty sure people <laughs> Listen, I'm pretty sure Future's gonna be listening to our show next week. Cause he's probably gonna find want to find a way to beg for Sierra back. Okay, all right, we're done. We're out of here. We're, we're out. Hey, here. oh God. Hey, listen, he is he was more than welcome to us now. I wish we can. I wish we can get an interview with him. I got a few questions no. to ask that brother. You know what he's gonna say to you? <laughs> and that reminds me. I'm glad you just reminded me about interviews. Cause yeah, next week. We got Crank Lucas on here. We're gonna be interviewing Crank Lucas, the rap producer, the rap producer. So that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Let's get it. We're gonna yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So we we, we gonna get out of here. We're gonna, 
We're going to be playing. I'm going to play some electric relaxation. We're going to get out of here. We'll see y'all next week right here on Mic Check. DC People's Chat, Queen Poison, the Bishop AK. We out of here, though. Peace out. Deuces. Oh, by the way, Bishop phone begging for him to stop messing with him, though. Okay, all right. We're gonna, <laughs> all right.